Hi, my name is Kay Sutha. I am a business strategist and I will be your host. In this podcast, I'll be getting raw, real and relentless whilst interviewing successful entrepreneurs from all over the world who specialize in different aspects of business. We'll cover the five main pillars of business, which are sales, marketing, finance, operations and leadership, but not forgetting mindset, live and digital events, plus much, much more. You will gain insights, tips and tricks and discover jaw-dropping actionable steps that you will be able to put in place for your business right away. Hey guys, I can't tell you how excited I am to have our next guest here on our show today. He has been involved with podcasting since 2013. His podcast is one of the longest continuous running weekly entrepreneurial podcasts on air today. He is also a speaker, an author, a trainer, and a consultant with nearly 20 years of experience helping business creators like you serve from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion and make a difference for your community, market, and audience. As a creator of the podcast reach system, Adam helps you exponentially reach more profitable customers. He is here today to share with us how to use podcasting as your key networking, client attraction, and celebrity expert branding tool. While your competition is annoying your prospects with spammy DMs and bad fit free strategy session offers. You'll be opening conversations that lead to closed deals. Welcome Adam Homie, creator of the Podcast Reach System. Welcome on the show, Adam. Kay, I couldn't be more delighted to be here. I love what you're doing with the Uncensored Society and I'm looking forward to us having a great time delivering something amazing for your audience. Thank you, I know this is gonna be a great one. So I'm going to go straight in there with the questions because I know our audience are dying to find out what it is you do, how you serve your clients and find out little nuggets that they can also use for themselves. So before we get straight into the questions, I do want to ask you, tell our audience a little bit about yourself um, and what you did before you actually stepped into the business world. All right. So with me, it goes back almost 20 years to when I completed my MBA, which is Master's in Business Administration with a concentration in human resource management. My goal at the time was to become a training and development director for a Fortune 100 company. Oh, wow. So I did the interviews, got the job offers, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and I turned it all down. What happened is, over the course of this, I ended up reconnecting with one of my previous business mentors and began doing some side work for his firm which was a training and development firm, while I got promoted diagonally at the day job that I'd held down while I was in school. So I went through about a two-year phase back and forth, deciding whether I wanted to climb the corporate ladder Mm. or take the entrepreneurial jump. And on one fateful day near the end of 2004, I candidly, and I say this every time I'm asked, and I don't care. I found out what a moron my boss's bosses was, and I knew I wasn't going to sit there another moment. Right. Well, here's a quick You've night. gone through that several yes. times. <laughs> yes. And, and here's the thing about podcasting. Uh, when you are the host of your show, is you're the host of your show, mm-hmm. you are the voice of your listeners. Right. They may have things that 
are visceral to them, that are things that they've experienced. But due to their perception of the strictures of society and what's expected, they may feel uncomfortable speaking those uncomfortable facts or speaking those uncomfortable truths that are uncomfortable to them and they're concerned about how others may perceive it. So by you being able to share that yourself Mm. on their behalf, you become their voice and enables them to open the conversation that leads them down paths that up until then they may not have even believed were possible. So when I share things like that, it's because I know that a lot of people who listen to me have had experiences like that, that were the tipping point or were something that came up in their entrepreneurial journey. And although they may not say it themselves, the fact is it happened. And if by being their voice, I can help one person avoid one of those potholes, Mm -hmm. then I fully paid it forward. Do you know what? I like what you said there. I like the fact that you said that we help others to become a voice. Yes. I never actually thought of it that way. That is a completely different perspective to look at things. Um, And that's great. Great to kind of have that different perspective there. Right. Right. So anyway, uh, to finish answering your question, because I know you have so many more things that you want us to share. I became a full-time entrepreneur in the year 2005. And I went through a few different iterations of my business. Three years ago, I decided that I was going to make a primary business out of the business of podcasting. I've been involved in podcasting, as you said in your introduction, for almost 10 years. My business creators radio show is one of the longest continuously running weekly entrepreneurial podcasts on the air today. And I have two other projects that are in the process of going live. I've also been involved in the launch of my own firm that supports both guests and hosts called In Demand Expert. And also 10 years ago, I was involved in the launch of one of the very first booking agencies that made the host guest connection in the entrepreneurial space. In fact, I was its first paying clients other than the owner's father. So I, (laughs) uh, so uh, I, have been in the forefront of a lot of different things. And after that three-year period I went through in my life, the many entrepreneurs face where they've been in business for a while and they decide they're really not sure, is this really where I want to be? I went through a three-year period myself, as I like to say, I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Mm -hmm. But hosting my podcast enabled me to have 52 conversations per year, open conversations that led to closed deals, and enabled me to continue to thrive even while I didn't have anything to market because, again, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Thanks for sharing that, Adam. Wow. Sure. Um, that's I'm definitely going to gonna inspire a, a lot of people there. Tall drink of my iced tea here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, always keep hydrated, especially if you yes. do of these. So, Adam, I mean... I follow you on Facebook and on those groups and, you know, you kind of put in these little nuggets out there about podcasting. And I'm going to say I've learned a lot. And I know that you have the ability to make things clear, simple, just by renaming them. Tell our audience a little bit about that. Well, let me start with a brief story here. When I get up on stages, and I've spoken all around the United States, and I've also been on virtual stages around the world, I've hosted hundreds of episodes of my podcast, I've been on scores of shows just like yours, there comes a point in the conversation, and in our conversation, that point is now, where I will say that there may be something you have in your business, and if you have this thing in your business, 
you don't want it, you don't need it, you got to get rid of it. Right. You cannot have, okay, you cannot have traffic to your website. Okay. You want to get rid of it. And you're thinking, what? Why? Yeah. Why would we want to do that? Everybody's talking about getting traffic to your website. It commoditizes you when you use that phrase. What I tell people instead is, you know, what is traffic? Traffic is 100,000 vehicles getting onto a roadway designed for 10,000 and already being deflated before you get to the office in the morning and having to deal with it again, trying to get home at night. What is a website? There are 100 things that could be part of a website. And there are 100 different types of websites out there. So I urge folks to instead attract visitors to your web pages who comply with the three P's of website conversions, pre-qualified, prepped, and pumped. Now, when this comes to podcasting, one of the big things that folks struggle with or feel they need to struggle with or have been told that they're going to struggle with if they get into podcasting is the editing process. I've seen people say, well, I recorded this 30-minute interview with so-and-so, and I'm already seven hours into editing it. I'm thinking, what? Wow. What? Within our podcast reach system, we have an entire section of the curriculum. It's called the pre-editing process. It's about how you design your show flow, about how you host your episodes, and languaging techniques you use to keep conversations moving, to continue to open those conversations, combined with what you do in the green room, which is that time you have with your guests before and after the actual recording or before the, after the actual live stream. You put that all together, and the pre-editing process enables you to create a great raw product that if it's taking you more than 10 minutes in post-production editing, yeah. you still need to optimize even further. So my version of renaming is instead of thinking about editing, mm-hmm. we think about pre-editing, which is about eliminating or at least dramatically mitigating the need to edit anything in the first place. So, right. so while others are focused on, um, let's uh, make sure that we take out every single verbal pause and, oh, <laughs> I heard a little pin drop at minute 13 and 24 seconds. No, 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 no. You deal with that beforehand. So it's just a matter of renaming it so that you create a new paradigm and a new mind frame. Oh, amazing. Okay. So I'm, oh my God, I'm learning things right now about podcasting myself as you speak. Uh, Oh my God. Okay. So we're going to get into a little bit more nitty gritty about all of this. All right. A little bit later on in the show. But tell, tell our audience, what qualifies you as an expert in this field? Well, as I mentioned before, I've been involved with this for over 10 years. Uh, my own podcast, my original podcast, the Business Creators Radio Show, has been on the air since September 2013. And we are, and this is a factual statement, one of the longest continuously running weekly entrepreneurial podcasts on the air today. We've had an episode every week, in some cases twice a week, when our can got really full since September of 2013. We've never missed a week. And then only one in only one case have I ever had to do a solo episode for lack of a guest. Uh, and that's also because we have things set up in such a way that so many people want to be on the show. We're usually booked three to four months out on that one. Oh, wow. uh, now, okay. what, also, what also qualifies me, in my opinion, is I said I was involved in the launch of one of the very first agencies to function in this space. I've worked with several of my clients and my private consulting business to launch their podcast as well. 
And through the podcast reach system, we've graduated several VIPs who have created their own podcast as the marketing spearhead for a new business that they were launching into a new market that they had not played in before. Ah, interesting. There you go. Okay. What qualifies me most of all is I have a supervisor. Oh, look at that, guys. Yeah, here's a a note for your listeners. Uh, Podcasting is what's considered meta-marketing, and it's so... And it's so convenient that Alessandra showed up at this very specific time. What makes what we do so beautiful and so wonderful is we get to be our authentic selves. And in fact, it's the authenticity and the occasional imperfection that makes it all the more engaging. In the podcasting world, if things are too scripted, if things are too perfect, that can actually diminish interest and enthusiasm for your show, not only on the part of you hosting it, but also on the part of your audience wanting to tune in because if they want something scripted and formulaic, they can just turn on the six o'clock news. <laughs> exactly. So basically imperfection is actually perfect. Yes. Well, Alessandra is perfect and I dare, oh. I don't dare tell her anything otherwise. <laughs> so she keeps you on track. Yes, yeah, she she does. She is. And she can be sometimes a very rigorous supervisor and <laughs> carrying out her duties. Believe me. Oh, there you go. Awesome. I love it. So are you able to teach maybe, you know, a principle that our audience can relate to today and immediately apply? Well, there are so many of them, yeah. actually, uh, something your audience can immediately apply is sometimes folks will ask if I don't have a podcast right now what is the first step I can take right the first step that I urge you to take is the first step in the podcast reach system which is to identify three avatars we have an entire exercise within our curriculum that guides the student through it but I'll tell you briefly what they are there you do an avatar of yourself yes you actually look at yourself from the outside in and you create an avatar of yourself. And what this does is it gives you a new view on some of the opportunities that you have moving forward with this. Then you do an avatar of your listener, who you want to have tune in, and of your interview guests, who you want to conversate with. And right. in addition, you also create three anti-avatars. Oh, okay. because you want it because you want to know who you are yeah. and who you aren't. You want you want to know who you want to have tuning in. Mm-hmm. And who you subtly kind of hope doesn't tune in. <laughs> and as far as guests, you want to know who you want to have front and center on your stage. And you want to also subtly put out vibes that indicate to certain people that maybe this is a stage they don't need to be on. Right. I see. And when you, and when you, and when you put all this in motion, you find that an optimum mix of listeners and guests just tends to sort of materialize with a combination of practice and having that radical level of understanding of what you're trying to achieve. Got it. Oh, wow. Okay. That's awesome. Again, um, that's probably not a lot of things that people have thought about when producing their podcast. I know I didn't, I put my hands up to it. I know I didn't Mm -hmm. even think about doing that, but that, that just shows me, um, yeah, these are definitely things that you have to think about because even a few days ago recently, um, someone was trying to um, apply to be on this podcast um, for to have their own episode. And as soon as I spoke to them, I knew that this wasn't the, the, the podcast for them. It wasn't for right. them. 
And so that kind of made me think about, okay, I'm now kind of seeing who is a good fit, who isn't a good fit. Because knowing who isn't a good fit, yeah, you completely need to know that. You have to know that, right? And so that makes complete sense that, you know, you need to have these avatars beforehand before you actually start your podcast. So, oh my God, that's awesome. Thanks a lot, Adam. Yeah, well, you know, as, uh, as some philosopher said, everyone must choose one of two pains, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. That's right. I'm not sure who said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that is on my website. You've probably seen it on there. <laughs> yeah, it's your, yeah, it's your quote. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So do you have a few success stories um, that, you know, you've had with your clients recently? Well, let's see. With uh, one of our clients whose podcast went live, actually, approximately two years ago, give or take from when the air date of this show is, uh, I know his uh, went live on July 1st, 2019. Within 30 days, he had been able to use the modality of podcasting to reopen conversations with previous business contacts he hadn't spoken with in a long time. And one of them, just as a result of him interviewing that person, resulted in him getting a new VIP VIP client within five days. Oh, wow. The episode wasn't even aired yet and he had already monetized it. No, it wasn't aired? Yes. Wow. Well, no, no, no. It was aired. I'm just saying before he even got it to the point where it was aired, he had already gotten a referral from that guest and transformed that guest into a client. Uh, another another example I have is uh, another client of ours managed to parlay interviewing one person into being a guest on six other shows. And here's a little tactic for your listeners to consider if they're thinking, oh, this podcasting thing, what's what does it matter? Well, <laughs> it's interesting, but you're more likely to get booked on other shows when you have a media outlet of your own for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons is that it's assumed since you have your own show, you have your own audience, you have your own following because you made a certain investment in it. Right. In addition, it's assumed that you're a pro because, hey, if you have a show and it's managing to be on the air, you must know a thing or two. So you'll probably be a good guest. And third, it makes you part of, uh, well, a society. It makes you part of a group and birds of a feather like to fly together. It's true. Oh, wow. Okay. So if you want to be on a podcast and you want to be featured on as many different podcasts possible, then it helps have your, it helps have your own. And there's one more reason too: mm-hmm. reciprocity. Ah, right. Of course. How, how did, how, how did I, how did you and I meet? Yep. I was on your podcast and then yep. I asked you to be on my podcast. Exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. No, yeah, I see where you're coming from there. So it's always better to have your own podcast if you want to be on as many as possible. It certainly helps. Let me tell you that. You know, it's funny because I never had my um, podcast when I was um, on your podcast being interviewed, right? Yes. And I was actually interviewed on so many different podcasts. People were asking me about my own. And because I was being asked by so many other people, I was like, holy crap, I've got to to think about this all over again. I've got to maybe create my own podcast. Yes. And that's where it came from because so many people were asking me about it. You know, it's funny how that works. Yes, it is. So, okay, that that makes a lot of sense. And to be fair, it was podcast hosts just like yourself that pushed me to do it. Well, uh, glad to help. (laughs) Awesome. Thank (laughs) you. 
So if someone wanted to get additional support, free support even, just that, some little nuggets to get someone started, where would they go to get that additional support? Well, I'll come out and say, if you're asking, I encourage everybody to join my group, which is called Everything Podcasting. Yeah. And I'll give you the URL right now. I'm going to say this slowly, and I want people to get the end part correct. Okay. It's www.everythingpodcasting.group. Okay. That's www.everythingpodcasting.group. And that'll give you the portal to enter uh, our community. Uh, we have hundreds and hundreds of members. We exchange mutual support. We have celebrations. We have a live stream series. Uh, just yesterday, I was answering, I think one person had a question about how to make their webcam work when their laptop wasn't recognizing it. Then we had somebody who actually had a question very similar to what we discussed just a moment ago. How can I use my podcast to get me more media exposure above and beyond doing the interviews. And there was a discussion. The top thing that came up was, well, use it to leverage your ability to be on other shows. Uh, we do all kinds of fun stuff. And that's a great place for people to start. Also, when I do my live streams in there, you get to see more of my cats. Yeah, there you go. And do you yes. know what? I do encourage everybody to go onto your group. That's where I'm at. That's where I've heard so many different nuggets um, and yeah. different, different things from. I mean, you don't know what you don't know at the end of the day, right? And so when I've gone onto this group and heard that there's all these different things that attach to your podcast, and I'm yeah. like, holy crap, no one actually talks about these things. No one tells you. You, you don't hear about wow. it. Well, let me, let me make a point here. I belong to a lot of podcasting type groups and right. there seem to be two conversation threads that permeate through most of them. Uh, how, what kind of equipment do I need? And I've already spent $20,000. Do I need this? No. And then the other question is, is, uh, is uh, I, I record this episode and I've been editing it for 14 hours. Is it really this hard? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go, guys. If you want to start your own podcast, and we encourage you to do so, especially if you want to be um, presented on other people's podcasts, make sure you go on to Adam Homie's group. Um, Adam, mention that URL, URL link one more time for me. Yep, www.everythingpodcasting.group. There you go. Make sure you're there, guys. Get all the nuggets you can from Adam. He is a pro. He is an expert. And there's no one else better than to learn from Adam himself. Thank you so much, Adam, for coming on the show. Um, you have been amazing. You too. And, that's, uh, and again, anything that I can do to make a difference for your community, market, and audience, I'm here to help. Thank you so much, Adam. All right. Take care. Bye. Thank you for your time and listening to Uncensored Society podcast. All resources mentioned throughout the episode will be added to the show notes and you'll be able to find them at the bottom as you scroll down. Don't forget to go ahead and subscribe and leave a review in iTunes. Thank you once again.